Hey guys, really quickly, Ravi here. If you're enjoying this podcast, but you want to see some more of the screen shares and in-depth graphics that we've created for it specifically, click the link in the show notes where you can get access to all of that and more in our YouTube channel. Understanding your Facebook advertising metrics or key performance indicators is the only way you'll have any chance of having a Facebook advertising campaign that is profitable. In this video, I'm gonna walk through why your Facebook advertising metrics or key performance indicators are incredibly important to read and manage in order to have a profitable campaign. And then the second part, I'm gonna go through how to actually do it. We're gonna dive into my Facebook ad account here. I'm gonna show you which columns to set up, why you're setting them up and how to read that data to make decisions inside your ad account. So let's start with why these metrics matter. I have spent millions of dollars in Facebook ads and set up thousands of campaigns for our clients at Scaling With Systems. And I can tell you that the number one reason why I see advertising campaigns not work is simply because they're run on emotion, not logic. In all reality, almost any advertising campaign will work as long as you can get the unit economics to work out. Meaning, as long as you can make it so that the dollars you're putting in is less than the dollars that you're getting out. Now, this may seem obvious and you may be surprised. A lot of people instead decide on how they feel about the advertising campaign will have a greater indicator than the actual data that they're raising from the advertising account or from the advertising campaign. At our company, Scaling Systems, we build marketing systems for our clients, and a lot of them already have run ads previously when they come to us. So the first thing I always ask them is, well, what are your metrics? What's your cost per booked call, cost per lead, cost per acquisition? And I'd say 99% of the time, they have no idea. And then, of course, it's obvious at that point as far as why it's not working, because you have no idea if it would be working or if it's not working, and even a level further, you don't know what specifically about it is not working. The important piece I want you to understand here is that Facebook ads is really just a math equation and you can identify where the math equation goes wrong by isolating the different variables. So for example, right before I dive in my computer here, I can tell you that if a cost per lead is out of a certain range, let's say it's at $30 and it should be at $10, then I shouldn't worry about what's happening on the sales call because the reason why we're not in in KPI or the reason why we're not profitable is because I need to work on what's happening on that opt-in page or in the ad creative that's causing that cost per lead to be too high. But most of the time what's happening is people just see Facebook ads as this just one large sum. And then if it doesn't work, it's because Facebook ads don't work. Not instead of because the ad creative is not working, your targeting is not working, your landing page copy needs work, your sales page needs work, et cetera, et cetera. So by identifying and then isolating these variables, were able to make important decisions, data-driven, not emotional decisions, about what needs to change in your Facebook advertising campaign in order to make it work. So now let's get into how to set up these Facebook advertising metrics, these key performance indicators inside your Facebook ad account. And we're gonna finish off this video by walking through some example numbers you should be looking for and how to change your ads if you're not. So this is inside the Facebook ads manager. Most of you should be familiar with what this looks like if you're watching this video video. And you can see there's these different columns uh, at the top here. You can see it says delivery, amount spent,
spent, budget, results, cost per results, et cetera, et cetera. Most people run all of their ads underneath this performance column setup right here. You can see it says defaults. So you can see this little uh, three lines next to each other. Those are the columns that you're looking at. Most people just run it underneath the Facebook default campaign. But in my opinion, this has way too much information that you don't need. And it has a lot of information that you do need that's not inside of there. So we don't want to ever use the defaults uh, column setup because there's no way you'll really identify what's going wrong. It's no wonder that if you were to look at the default setup here and you saw how much money you spent and you saw how much money was not getting into your bank account that you would just think that Facebook ads don't work. But instead, if we set up these columns in a very specific way, in a way that matches the way the funnel is built for our entire Facebook ad campaign, then we're much more likely to identify where the variable that is wrong is and be able to fix it. So in order to do that, what we're gonna wanna do is click on those little three lines and you're gonna wanna scroll to the bottom where it says customize columns. And here, when you're under customized columns, you can now enter in the exact key performance variables or the metrics that you want to be looking at on a daily basis inside your advertising account. Now, there are hundreds inside of here, to be honest with you, and you can even create custom ones that you, if you want on top of that. But of course, to make this very easy, I'm gonna show you what we've already set up. And then you can build this out yourself by just modeling what we have here and creating your own custom column. So after you had created your custom column, you'd come down here and you'd click save as preset, which is at the very bottom. And you would just type in the preset name. If you can see my screen right there, you just type in a name that you can remember. Okay. So what I'm going to do is exit back out of this and go to our actual setup. So let me click this drop down. So we just call it scaling systems for ourselves and our clients. That's the name of the preset that we've set. And now this is the one that I'm going to go through in this video here, because these are the ones that show you in a very logical order, what needs to be worked on. So first you have delivery, and this is obviously if your ad is is in draft, meaning you haven't published it, if it has been uh, published and it's in review, if it has been approved and it's running, or if it has been disapproved and the reason why it's been disapproved. So that's one way you can look at the delivery column. So that's very important to know which ads are running and which ones aren't. I always like to see the amount spent column. And I actually typically uh, sort the list by the amount spent column from highest to lowest, because I want to see where I'm spending the most money. A lot of times if I'm looking at an ad account, I will always look at the amount spent column as the filtering column, because it stands to reason that if you spent the most money on there, it was likely leading you to the most results, even if you weren't tracking the numbers correctly. So amount spent another great column. The next one's going to be budget, obviously the one after that, if you're on an ad set budget, which we typically run, we're on a daily budget. So I run my ads starting at anywhere from 50 to $150 a day. But it's important that I see this first off the bat right here. So if I can see that the ads are profitable, I can very quickly and easily scale the ads up. Now, there's next one's attribution settings. I don't know why, but for some reason, Facebook will not let you delete this. Uh, I don't ever look at the attribution settings and I wouldn't care. Uh, I don't suggest you do either. And I've actually minimized this column as much as I can. So you can just get past it. Then of course, there's the results tab. Now this, as you can see, is very early on in this process here, because what I wanna be able to see at a 30,000 foot view is what are the results of the campaign that I'm running? This is not are we 
profitable, this may be how much is it costing us per message? How much is it costing per lead? How much is it costing per booked call? So this is what Facebook is considering a results. And then what you'll notice across all these things is every single time there is a, an action that's taken, whether it's a lead, a result, a booked call, right next to it, I also have the cost per that results. And that allows me at a 30,000 foot view, if I just zoomed out of this really quickly, it allows me to look at this campaign. And as soon as I get on the ad set page here, I can just see which one of these results is more expensive than the other. So let's say I'm running two different ad sets and they each have a different ad creative inside of them. If one cost result is half the price of another one, then I should keep that one running and turn off the more expensive one because it doesn't make sense to have them both running at the same time. So that's why we have cost per results at the very beginning here so we can see which one of these is getting us the lowest cost per result that we want, okay? And then if we keep on scrolling across here, you see that we have a few metrics here that have to do with the people that we're actually showing the ads to, the audience size itself. So impressions are how many times your ad has been seen, regardless if one person saw it 10 times. And reach is how many unique people are seeing your ad. So I could have an ad that had a reach of one and an impression of 10 if that person is pretty much just scrolling up and now their newsfeed and they're seeing my ad over and over and over again. And of course, that brings up the word frequency, which is a very important metric that we wanna keep an eye on. And frequency is essentially how often someone is seeing your ads. So if someone has seen your ads four, five, six, seven times, then you can probably start to guess why your other results are going down. And this is your first lesson here, because a lot of people might see that their cost per results are, are slowly increasing over time. The efficiency of the advertising campaign is going down. And they think that, oh, Facebook ads are getting more expensive. Oh, it's this reason here, it's that reason there. But if we're looking at this as a funnel, then the first thing we wanna see is how often are our ads being seen? So if your ad is being seen eight, nine, 10 times, then there's a good chance that the audience is really small and you've hit what is known as ad fatigue. So ad fatigue is when someone's seen your ad so many times that it's no longer effective. So I see this happen all the time with our clients when they have our smaller audiences and the advertising campaign is still salvageable. We just need to create a new ad creative. Sometimes literally just changing the image that we're using and all of a sudden we're back to what our previous, uh, you know, cost per results were or cost per acquisitions were before. So make sure you're keeping an eye on this frequency number and anytime it gets above, I'd say five, you should start to really consider adjusting the ad creative and creating a new campaign with a different ad creative. The next one's gonna be cost per a thousand impressions. So like I said before, you have the results first and then the cost next. So cost per thousand impressions is just a good way to indicate, you know, what the overall cost of your campaign is gonna be. So if you're running to, let's say, look like audiences on Facebook or audiences that have a lot of layers on it, like you're saying, hey, they have to have this and this and this, and they have to be in the top five household income brackets in the United States. Well, because there's so many layers and that's such a high quality group of people, there's a lot of other people probably running ads to those same people. And so because of that, your cost to run ads to those people, known as cost per impressions, is gonna be usually a lot higher than if I were to just run an ad to the entire United States. To give you an example, our typical cost per thousand impressions, CPM, is around 60 to $80, where I have seen our clients who run much broader offers have cost per impressions around 10 to $15. It's important to know this number because if you know that your cost per impression is $60, and we know that our 
our typical click-through rate is 1%, then we know that in order to get a click, it's gonna be around six to $10 in order to actually get that person to click on the ad. So I shouldn't be expecting $6 leads if my cost per thousand impressions is $70 because it costs $7 just to get to someone to click on the page to then become a lead. So hopefully that's making sense, but it's just so you can get an understanding of like how expensive is it to run ads to this specific audience. Then we're coming over to the actual links themselves. So once again, following in a funnel. So first thing you have is the reach, the impressions, the frequency, and the cost per uh, impressions. So the audience that we're sending it to. Next is going to be the clicks of the ad. And this is pretty much an indicator of how effective the ad creator or ad copy is at getting someone to take an action. So unique link clicks and uh, unique click through rates and cost per unique link click is important because it lets us know the effectiveness of the ad creative to get someone to go off of Facebook and onto our own website or off of Facebook and into our Instagram direct messages. And in our campaigns and our clients campaigns, the bare minimum unique link click through rate that we're looking for is 1%. We've had it as high as two, three, even 4% for ourselves and our clients sometimes if you have a really good ad creative and a really good uh, you know, ad copy. However, it's not uncommon for it to be kind of hovering around the 1%. And if you're below 1%, you're at 0.2, then of course your Facebook advertising campaign is not gonna work because it's so expensive to get someone to your website just to start out. So this is the second important part I want you to pay attention to. The first one was your cost per impression. So how expensive it is it to show ads to these people? And then the next one is cost per unique link click. How expensive is it to get this person to take an action? And if any one of those numbers is out of whack, if it's too expensive, then of course all the other numbers like leads and booked calls and acquisitions are gonna be way higher than they need to be, okay? And I'm gonna get into how I would solve these things later on, but I just wanna kinda of have you understand that. And then you have leads. So this is how many leads that your ad is generating. So for the majority of our clients, we don't really deal with e-commerce companies. We're more dealing with service-based businesses, typically online service-based businesses. So they're really looking for leads and booked calls and closed deals. So for us, leads is somebody who gives us their name, email, and phone number. So I wanna see what our cost per lead is and the number of leads that we're generating. If the cost per lead is, let's say $300, I'm gonna get into some of the uh, key performance indicators here in a moment, but if it's $300, then not every single lead is gonna turn into a book call. Really, one out of 10 leads maybe turn into a book call, which means that our cost per call would be $3,000. And let's say that one out of every four people becomes a closed deal that books a call, well then your cost per acquisition is $12,000, all because your cost per lead was $300, right? So that every single step of the way, we're identifying them, isolating them, and then fixing them, okay? Uh, and then you, of course, you have the appointment schedule and the cost per schedule. So this is the last metric that we're looking at when it comes to Facebook ads. And this is essentially how much does it cost for someone to book a call on our calendar uh, and how many book calls have we gotten? So if I'm looking at this advertising campaign and I'm seeing that our cost per schedule is, let's say $500, then this may be way out of uh, metric for us to be able to be profitable with. And I have a separate YouTube video that I'll link in the description down below where I walk through how to create a marketing budget and how you can work the numbers to figure out, okay, I can't go over a $400 cost per schedule if I wanna retain a 30% uh, profit margin inside of our company. So I'd recommend you check that out after this video is done. And the final thing I wanna do is actually walk through what some of the numbers that we're looking at for our clients when we're setting up the advertising campaigns for them. So we set up a bunch of different campaigns, but one of the ones that we run is what we call a direct video sales letter campaign. And we write the scripts, we write the ad copy, we set up the campaigns, we do everything, we install it for our client. And so these are the numbers that we're typically looking for here. So from the ad to the opt-in page, we are looking for a one to 3% unique link click 
click-through rate. And if I go back over to here, this is one of the first things that is on this funnel of the metrics that we're tracking on Facebook, unique link click-through rate, right? And if the ad, if we don't have a one to 3% unique link click-through rate, then we're going back, we're trying new ad creatives, new ad videos, new ad images, new ad copy until we get to one to 3%. We're not gonna move on to the next stage and start testing out the opt-in page and the sales page and the sales script until we have that nailed because we know it's gonna be almost impossible to do that later on. The next thing is gonna be we send them typically to an opt-in page uh, where we capture their name, email, phone number, and they become a lead. And the typical cost per lead is anywhere from 10 to $30. And that's because a good opt-in page converts at like 15 to 20%. So if we can get a cost per lead from 10 to $30, then we're in the green. We know that then based on our typical sales page conversion rate, then we can have a cost per book call anywhere from 100 to $600. And a lot of our clients have really high ticket values, meaning it's like $3,000 or above whenever they work with a client. And so we can have higher cost per leads because our our ticket price is so high. But if our cost per lead is $60, $70, $80, $100, it's very rare that we'll have a cost per book call that's low enough for us to be in the green. So if our cost per lead is out of whack, that 10 to $30, but our unique link click-through rate is in line, it's one to 3%, then it typically means something on the opt-in page is wrong. Something's gone wrong on the opt-in page. There's not congruency between the ad creative and the opt-in page itself, and we need to work on it, right? Next step is of course going to be cost per booked call. So this is the people that book, uh, that uh, gave us their information to the lead. They went to the sales page and they ended up booking a call. So that's around five to 10% of the leads that we generate will end up booking a call. And that cost is anywhere from 100 to $600. So like I said before, if I get a cost per book call and they're at $2,000, $3,000 cost per booked call, then it's very rare that I would be profitable from the advertising campaign. And like I said before, if we go back to the ads manager, you can see this is following the same results, uh, This these metrics up here are following the same flow that our actual funnel is following as well. And then if the cost per booked call is out of whack, let's say it's $2,000, $3,000, then, but all the other metrics are in line, like the unique link click-through rate and the cost per lead, then there's something that has gone wrong on the sales page itself. It will, the video sales letter, the headline, is there not enough social proof? Is there too much social proof? All of these things we have to isolate and fix uh, in order to get our cost per booked call within the KPI range that we want to. And then of course, once people book a call, that doesn't mean that they've shown up to the call yet. So what we want to do is see how much it costs us to actually conduct a sales call. So if it costs us $100 in order to book a sales call, we want around 60 to 70% of those people to show up to the sales call, which means that it would be $150 cost per sales call conducted. But if let's say, for example, it costs me $600 in order to book a call, okay, we're still in KPI for booked calls. But if only one out of every 10 people are showing up, then it's a $6,000 cost per sales call conducted. And that's not a good number because that's going to be way out of KPI for us to be profitable. So then we have to work on what does our show up sequence look like? Are we calling and qualifying? Are we nurturing them? Are we giving them information on the thank you page in order to show up to the call to speak with us? And then finally, you have the actual sales call conducted and customer to clients. And this is like, once they're on the sales call and you pitch them your offer, what percentage of those people become clients? And we typically see anywhere from 20 to 40%. You know, we help our clients adjust our sales script. We listen to the sales call recordings to get this in the line that we want to. Like if they're converting at 10%, then we need to figure out where is the disconnect between what they saw in the video sales letter and what you're saying on the sales call. And we do that by listening to sales call recordings, helping them make new scripts, et cetera, et cetera. So that's anywhere from 375 to $5,000 based on these other numbers here. And $5,000 may seem like a crazy amount to you to spend to acquire a customer, 
But if that customer's lifetime value for you is $10,000 and they also refer a bit uh, some clients to you as well, then you're gonna be really profitable, really two times return on investment, which means that for every $10,000 that I give Facebook, I'm making $20,000 back. And that obviously scales as you scale those numbers as well. My final tip to you is to re-watch this video again. This was some really dense content around the importance of data tracking and specifically what data you should be tracking and what to do if that data is out of whack for your Facebook advertising campaign in order for it to be profitable. And I can tell you, this is the number one reason why Facebook ads don't work. It's simply because they're not reading and understanding the data the way that they should be. And Facebook defaults gives you way too little data and doesn't give you the data that's important in order for you to be able to scale.